Support for this podcast comes from the Peabody Essex Museum, presenting Our Time on Earth. Rediscover life on Earth through immersive artworks that reveal our incredible, irreplaceable natural world. On view now. Learn more at pem.org. Before we start our story, we invite you to join the Circle Round Club. As a member, you can get ad-free episodes, bonus bedtime stories, early access to Circle Round events, and a personalized birthday message from me, Rebecca Shear. Join now and support the public radio podcast you love at wbur.org slash Club. Produced by the iLab at WBUR Boston. Think about the last time you listened to music. Maybe you heard a song on the radio, or you attended a concert. Perhaps you enjoyed a lullaby sung by one of your favorite grown-ups. Music is so powerful, it can make you tap your toes or soothe you to sleep. In today's story, we'll hear about a king who, thanks to his wife, the queen, discovers something else music can do much to his surprise. I'm Rebecca Shear, and welcome to Circle Round, where story time happens all the time. Today our story is called The Lute Player. Versions of this tale come from Russia, Germany, and many other parts of Europe. Some really great people came together to bring you our folktale, including real-life husband and wife, Paul Sparks and Annie Paris. Grown-ups, you might recognize Paul from Sweet Bitter on Stars and House of Cards on Netflix. And you might know Annie from the Netflix comedy Friends from College. So circle around, everyone, for The Lute Player. Once upon a time, there was a king and queen. Together, they presided over a peaceful land full of happy people, fertile farmland, and lush green forests as far as the eye could see. Word eventually reached the king and queen that a mean and greedy ruler far, far away was invading the countries around him. He called himself the Overlord. My queen... The Overlord is on the attack, and it's only a matter of time before he invades our own kingdom. Listen, why don't you stay here and govern our people while I head out with our troops? The king and queen had always shared the duties of the kingdom equally. When they sat on the throne, they sat hand in hand. But the queen understood her husband's fears. All right, my love, I will stay here and govern while you are away. But please, stay safe and come back soon. In the king's absence, the queen ran the kingdom wisely and well. The overlord's much-feared troops never arrived. Instead, the queen's land remained at peace with its neighbors, and the people prospered. Still, the queen worried about the king every day he was gone. To pass the time, she learned to play a pear-shaped stringed instrument called the lute, She found that playing her lute calmed her mind and warmed her heart. And she wasn't the only one. Whenever the queen plucked and strummed those strings, everyone in the palace would stop what they were doing and sway to the music. 
The queen practiced her lute day after day. But as days turned to weeks and weeks turned to months, the king still had not returned. Then, early one morning, one of the queen's butlers walked in with a crumpled scroll of paper. This letter just arrived for you, Your Majesty. The handwriting on the envelope. It looks like the king's. Quickly, the queen unrolled the letter. Indeed, the handwriting was the king's, though his clear and elegant penmanship was much shakier and more scribbled than usual. Eagerly, the queen began to read. My dear queen, the reason you have not heard from me is because I have been taken prisoner by the overlord. Oh, no! The queen felt the color drain from her face. Her hands began to shake, but she kept on reading. I befriended a guard who helped me send this letter to you. The only way I can imagine being set free is if we pay the overlord a ransom. The king instructed the queen to sell the palace and all of their royal possessions and bring the gold coins to the overlord in exchange for the king's freedom. Then perhaps the cruel sovereign will let me go and you and I will be together again. All my love, your king. The queen clutched the letter to her heart. Oh, what should I do? If I sell everything we own and give the money to the overlord, our kingdom will be impoverished. We'll have to raise taxes, and that would be such a burden on our people. She began pacing up and down her chamber. But let's say I did follow the king's orders and deliver the gold coins myself. Who's to say the overlord wouldn't take me prisoner as well? The queen plopped down in a velvet chair and began twirling a lock of her long brown hair. And wait, what if the overlord doesn't even want the money? What if he's already ridiculously rich and just laughs at our gold? The queen's heart began to race. Her breath grew quick and shallow. To calm herself, she picked up her lute and began to play. As her pulse slowed down and her breath deepened, she knew what she would do. That night, while everyone in the palace was asleep, the queen found a pair of scissors and ran to the mirror. She took a deep breath and snipped her long brown hair till it was cropped close to her head. Then she tiptoed into the room where the palace musicians kept their things and put on one of their outfits, complete with a cap and cloak. She jotted a quick note saying she was leaving on a trip and placed it on her throne. Next, she packed up her lute and crept out of the palace. All right, overlord. Ready or not, here I come. What do you think the queen has up her sleeve? We'll find out after a quick break. Support for Circle Round comes from Wondery with the new podcast, The Cat in the Hat Cast, perfect for the whole family. Join the cat in the hat and your favorite Dr. Seuss characters as they get whisked away on a new adventure every week. Bursting with music, silliness, and rhymes, the Cat in the Hat cast encourages us all to find fun that is funny in every episode. 
Listen to the Cat in the Hat cast early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus. Support for Circle Round comes from Indeed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And listeners will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Circle Round. That's Indeed.com slash Circle Round. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back to Circle Round. I'm Rebecca Shear. Today our story is called The Loot Player. When we left off, a queen was hatching a plan to free the king from the mean and greedy overlord. The king had told the queen to sell everything they owned and use the gold coins to pay a ransom for the king's freedom. But the queen had another plan in mind. Disguised as a young musician, she slipped out of the palace in the dark of night. Over the next weeks, she played her lute for anyone who'd give her a ride, whether by horse or by ship. By the time she reached the overlord's castle, her face was dirty from the voyage. Her borrowed clothing was dusty, her cloak tattered and worn. The disguised queen sat down in a courtyard beside the castle, picked up her lute, and began to play. As note after note wafted through the air, the overlord's gardeners dropped their spades and shovels. The chefs dropped their spoons and knives, Even the guards, standing at attention, dropped their shoulders and began to sway back and forth. Eventually, the music reached the overlord's throne room, where the malicious man was planning his next invasion. Hmm, which country shall I take over next? There is that one kingdom on the other side of the lush green forest. What is that? Music? Who in the world is playing such a beautiful tune? I must hear more. More! The overlord summoned the disguised queen to his throne. When she stepped inside the castle, she was struck by how dark and gloomy the place was. Even the overlord's throne was in the shadows. Yet, when he spoke, his voice was full of light. Lute player, your music is nothing short of magnificent. Tell me, where do you come from, young man? The queen's heart skipped a beat. The overlord had fallen for her disguise. My country, my lord, is far away, across many seas and a lush green forest. For weeks, I have been wandering the world, making my living and gaining my passage by playing music. The overlord nodded. You must be very tired, then. Listen, stay here three days and play your lute for me. And when you want to go... I will give you whatever your heart desires. The disguised queen bowed. Thank you, my lord. And with that, she began plucking and strumming her lute, filling the dark castle with the sunshine of music. The next day, she played some more. And at the end of the third day, as the moon rose in the darkening sky, the overlord stayed true to his promise. All right, lute player. Three days have passed, much as I hate to see you go, 
It's time to name your reward. Whatever your heart desires, it shall be yours. The queen knew exactly what she would ask for, but she pretended to think it over. Hmm. Well, I get pretty lonely when I travel. It might be nice to have some company, someone to talk to. Might you give me one of your prisoners? She held her breath as she awaited the overlord's response. Much to her delight and relief, he grinned. One of my prisoners? Of course. Come, follow me. The queen shivered as the overlord led her into the dungeon, where all the prisoners were fast asleep. Gazing around the room, the queen recognized someone very familiar, though she hadn't seen his face in years. She raised her finger, I think, and pointed at her husband, the king. I want him. The overlord smiled. As you wish. We'll wake him up, and then he is yours. The queen was so well disguised that when the king awoke, he had no idea who she was. Together, they made their way out of the overlord's castle. Young man, I can't tell you how much this means to me. Believe it or not, back in my home country, I'm a king, and my people depend on me very much. On behalf of all of them, I thank you for giving me my freedom. You are most welcome, Your Highness. Thank you for accompanying me on my journey. It is an honor. The king and disguised queen traveled for several weeks. Again, the queen traded her lute playing for horse rides and ship rides. And every time she plucked and strummed those strings, the king was mesmerized. Such beautiful music you play, young man. If only I could hear music like this every day. Hey, what if you come to my palace and be my royal musician? I promise, I'll pay you handsomely. The queen's eyes twinkled. I appreciate the offer, your majesty, but I must decline. I promise, though, when the time is right, you will see me at your palace. You have my word. When the king and disguised queen reached their own country, they bid each other farewell and went their own ways. The king was eager to get back to his castle, but the queen knew a shortcut and arrived home long before her husband did. It was the middle of the night, so no one saw her sneak inside. She hurried to her chamber, where she stripped off her musician clothing, took a quick bath, put on her nightgown, and slipped into bed. An hour later, she was jolted awake by excited voices outside her door. Is it true? Can you believe it? Our king is back. After all these years, our king has returned. The queen jumped out of bed, wrapped her short hair in a scarf, and burst through the door. At the bottom of the staircase, she saw the king. He was smiling brightly and embracing each member of the palace staff one by one. The queen was about to run down and throw herself into her husband's arms. But as soon as the king glanced up the stairs and spotted her, his smile turned to a scowl, and his cheeks glowed red with rage. Oh, you! For years I sat there in the overlord's dungeon waiting to be ransomed. Waiting, 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 and yet no ransom came. Did you not receive my letter? 
Before the queen could respond, one of the butlers chimed in. I gave her your letter myself, sire, but she disappeared from sight that very night. She left a note saying she was going on a journey, but we haven't seen hide nor hair of the queen until this very minute. The king clenched his jaw. His hands began to tremble. Is that so? Infuriated, the king began pacing around the room, looking only at his staff, never at the queen. Can you believe it, people? While I was languishing in prison, her royal highness was out and about having a great old time. Lucky for me, I was rescued by a young lute player who saw to it that I made it safely back home again. A thoughtful, faraway look flooded the king's eyes. And, oh, this lute player's music. Believe me when I say you've never heard anything like it. One pluck or strum from that instrument, and you can't help but drop whatever it is you're doing and listen. Why, my memory of that boy's music is so clear, so vivid. It's like he's playing right here, right now. And I tell you, if he were here now, I would give him anything. 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 The sound of the lute player's voice yanked the king out of his reverie. He turned his head toward the top of the stairs, and there, to his eyes anyway, stood the lute player, instrument in hand. Yes! Anything! I'll give you anything your heart desires! Little did the king know that while he had been angrily pacing the room, the queen had crept away and slipped back into her musician outfit. Well... Since you're offering... She pulled off her cloak, revealing her royal gown beneath. My heart's desire is you. For a moment, the king was speechless. Then he bounded up the stairs, wrapped his arms around the queen, and begged her forgiveness, saying how sorry he was to doubt her courage, her wisdom, her love. The queen accepted his apology. Then she told him all about her plan, how she thought it wiser to rescue the king herself, or rather, for the young lute player to rescue him. You see, the king had believed that money would get him out of the overlord's castle. But as the queen waited and yearned for her beloved partner to return home, she had learned a very important lesson. Sometimes, all you need to set you free is music. Now it's your turn. Given how powerful music can be, how about making some of your own and recording it for others to hear? Pick a song you enjoy or write one of your own, then record yourself singing it or playing it on a musical instrument. A grown-up can help you with the recording. You can use an audio program on a computer or the voice memo app on a smartphone. Once you're done, send the recording to someone you like to have fun with. And if you're up for it, send it to us. Our email address is circleround at wbur.org. This week's story, The Lute Player, was adapted by me, Rebecca Shear, and edited by Circle Round's founder, Jessica Alpert. Eric Shimalonis creates our original music and sound design. Our artist is Sabina Hahn. 
Sabina's made a black and white picture for every Circle Round story, and you can color them in. Visit our website, wbur.org slash circle round, and click on coloring pages. Special thanks to this week's actors, James Konachek, Keith Maskell, Anne Underland, Tom Whaley, Dolores King-Williams, Annie Paris, and Paul Sparks. Grown-ups, check out Annie in Friends from College on Netflix and Paul in Sweet Bitter on Stars. Plus, watch for him in the upcoming romantic comedy The Lovebirds, co-starring Kumail Nanjiani and Issa Rae. This week's featured instrument was, you guessed it, the lute. You can learn more about this plucked string instrument from the Renaissance and see a photo on our website. Again, that's wbur.org slash circle round. Haven't yet subscribed to Circle Round? You can find us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And please write us a review. It helps other families find the show. Circle Round is a production of WBUR, Boston's NPR news station. I'm Rebecca Shear. Thanks for circling round with us.